at the center of the universe. At the border between the light and the dark stands Castle Grayskull. For countless ages, the heroes of Grayskull have defended the universe against the forces of evil. Walk through the Hall of Living Pictures and learn the history and mystery of the masters of the universe. Dive deep into the mythology of Eternia, Etheria, and more. For those who know the stories of Grayskull will come the power. The power to be supreme. The power to be all-knowing. The power to be... Legends of Grayskull. Legends of Grayskull, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of He-Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Etheria, Nordor, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Ladybird, Golden Book, comics, mini-comics, anything and everything you can think of, He-Man, She-Ra, Princess of Power, Masters of the Universe, anything with that Mattel logo down in the corner. Once again, I'm Matthew Dooch. I'm here with Sean Skavarna. Sean, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's really crazy. We're on the other side of 2020 finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, you know that meme? Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen the one where there's the guy looking at stuff and it's like, okay, you see it's 11 or it's midnight <laughs> on uh, and then, then all of a sudden you see it yeah. at 11.59 then 11.59 and then he just keeps going and yeah. then he's like, like that did not happen to us just like when y2k years ago that did not happen to us either so there you go that y2k so hopefully we're in a better a better year this time around well i'd say it couldn't be worse but you know it couldn't be worse yes but then you've also got that (laughs) meme going around that's going you know why are we so happy 2020 2020 is about to turn 21 and start drinking (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's not let it do that Uh, i don't need i don't need those uh like 4 a.m calls from the cops saying hey 2020 (laughs) is calling for you it's like no i'm good i'm good so yeah all right yeah (laughs) real quick here before we get into whatever we're getting into um thank you everybody uh again thank you everybody for the previous year's worth of episodes um we are not doing our anniversary episode today um life schedules um that will come later in the month uh but this is our anniversary month happy anniversary sean um oh happy anniversary (laughs) and uh and we got some we got some big things planned it's gonna be it's gonna be a big episode i'm gonna be uh rolling some stuff out that'll be in a couple weeks we'll do that one but we didn't want to wait until then because I, I I know I've been jonesing to get back behind the mic and uh, reach out to all you guys. Um, I'm sure Sean feels the same way. So we just wanted to do we just wanted to get together, get together, chat a little bit. Um, we're gonna we're just gonna go over some stuff. First off, I do want to say we are still on the road to 200 subscribers. So um, and again, we're doing a giveaway as soon as we hit 200 subscribers. 
we'll be giving away a Masters of the Universe Origin Scareglow uh, Mint on Card, as Mint on Card as Walmart gets, because they hate toys. Um, <laughs> and uh, the grand prize is the Out of Print Power and Honor Foundation book. Really easy to enter. Uh, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. Send either me or Sean or post on uh, our Facebook group the screenshot showing that you're subscribed. So, and you're entered. Uh, the other thing you can do is go to our Facebook page, and I've got uh, a post up, and I'll I'll refresh it and throw it out there again at when this episode goes up, but it's just explaining the giveaway. Go ahead and share that on your personal page or in a, a Facebook group that you're a part of, and that's a second entry, so you can get up to two entries per person on this. And, uh, yeah, as soon as we hit 200, we give it away. Uh, last I looked, which was a, a few days ago, we were at 125. So just 75 people. So if everybody can, everybody's already subscribed gets one person more, one of their buddies to subscribe. We're giving it away. So make sure you go check that out. No, no, under, under, no, around. Dearie my. Oh, we must work on these landings. I agree. Madam Raz, are you all right? Oh, dearie my, yes. But there was something important I had to tell you. Now, what was that again? The news, madam. The news. It's time for the news. All right. So, I, th- I, th- I think we just got to start with the biggest news here. Um, so... As we all knew, Walmart's uh, Masters of the Universe Origins exclusive deal was only for 2020. They got the, the lead on it. Now, I thought that meant, you know, yeah, January, February, like, uh, you know, the other retailers would start rolling it out. But basically, on January 1st, everybody went, here's Origins. I mean, they're everywhere mm-hmm. now. Everyone's picking up. <laughs> uh, I've seen Wave 3, which is Roboto, Shira, Zodak, and Merman, along with uh, the Battle Armor He-Man and Battle Armor Skeletor Deluxe figures are showing up at Target. Panthor's at Target. Um, and then Big Bad Toy Store has pre-orders for everything released thus far, and they also have pre-orders for the Wave 4 um, which we'll go over that a little more in depth in a minute, but uh, but yeah, so unexpected. I did not realize everybody was going to be so on the ball about let's get this out here. Now, what what's that mean to yeah. you, Sean? Uh, it means it means that uh, well, there's a couple things. It means that people finally can get the hell away from Walmart because I know from the minute these things have been introduced onto the market. It has been a cluster for a lot of fans, a lot of collectors. And even, you know, the Scareglow that you're talking about, I mean, they're not even shipping them in a way where fans are happy to get these products if they're a mint on car collector. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. And to be honest, if they're all over the place, it's only going to help the visibility of the of the line and of the brand. And that's what we need right about now, especially with where 
the not only with Origins, but it's you know there are a lot of people out there posting, hey, we're getting the cartoon this year. Yes, this is the year. So it's like we got pretty much twelve oh one. Boom! All this stuff is now on the shelves. Basically, yeah. And, and it's like this. This is now the year that Masters is going to come back with a force to be reckoned with. Hopefully, so cross fingers, fans, and and other other people, not fans <laughs> even. And uh, so. and now, of course, we are not big Origins fans, me nor you. Um, that's no mm-hmm. secret, unless it's your first time watching the show. No secret. Um, <laughs> but just the fact. Now remember, after 2000X came and went, and Mattel burned a lot of bridges with their variants, Mm -hmm. to the point where when they were first promoting classics, they thought they were going to get a retail deal, and they could not. And that led to the Mm -hmm. formation of Maddie Collector um, as a way to get classics out there. Now we've got, uh, you know... I mean, Big Bad Toy Store Entertainment Art, they're collector-focused, so I get that. But the fact that Target, on January 1st, is resetting their toy aisles to get this stuff out there. Number one, that means Mattel paid them probably a a good placement fee for it, which is normal. Uh, But number two, that means Target is willing to give this a big force behind it, a big push. Mm -hmm. So, is that... Is that Target believes in Masters of the Universe as a brand that much? Is that the numbers that they're seeing that Walmart's doing with this line have been really, really good and Target's eager to get a a piece of that? Either way, it's good for the brand. And I don't know the answer. Yeah. Um, But that's just my thought here. It's like, wow, Target is really willing to get right in on this. So that means for all its missteps, something is going right. It is promoting mm-hmm. awareness of the brand. These brick-and-mortar stores feel that it is a viable option in the toy aisle again to make them money, which is what it's all about because that leads to more comics, a movie, a, you know, the cartoon going longer, and everything else. Definitely. Yeah, with with Target, I mean, they had their own troubles in 2020 yeah. with the uh, G.I. Joe classified line. I mean, that, Still, I, I think... That, well, they still, that and Viper, on top of that, like, Cobra I, Viper launched on the first two, and I've already seen a ton of posts about no one can find it anywhere. Exactly. And, and that's exclusive to them. Yes. So, uh, you know, like, I feel like maybe they're trying to learn from how that was fumbled with let's, let's give them what they want with this line, at least. And they probably have seen how it wasn't working well with how Walmart pushed it out because it seemed like, Different regions of the co- of the country had it as a priority, depending on was, how further west you. It were. was feast. The it east, was feast or famine. Feast or famine, because over here in Pennsylvania, it took until close to the freaking end of the year for me to walk into a Walmart and actually yep. see. I, I, like literally, the week of Christmas yep. was the first time I walked into into a Walmart. Here's Tila. Here's Eva <laughs> Lynn. Here's Beastman, and I, I'm just standing there going. Well, at least they exist because I've only seen photos of these, you know. I um, I did not see a He-Man in my store until mm-hmm. like first week of December. Like that mm-hmm. I mean, how can you not get He-Man out there before then? Your main exactly. character. Exactly. 
Yeah, well, it, the, it, there's two local WalMarts that I go to. One's a little smaller. The other's like one of the super center deals. The super center one, the last time I was in there, had nothing but Skeletor clogging yeah. the pegs. They were all over the pegs in there, and they had uh, they had the sky sled, yeah. and that was it. And then the other one, they had the the variety. They had all of the wave one just right there, and yeah, it, it was it was like it was nice, and I did smile seeing them because it's like yeah, these are old friends I get to see yeah. on the on the pegs, but. You know, you know where I stand about it, but it is nice to go. Hey, they're out now, yeah. and there's people that want these things that can finally get them, and that's you know, and the, I won't be, I won't make anybody feel bad if they want them. That's that's completely cool by me. So yeah, the only one I've seen with any consistency is Battle Cat. Battle Cats are everywhere um, locally mm-hmm. here, but everything else has been like I said. Now they finally got He Man and Skeletor. They're on there, and uh, let's address that right quick because. You can bash this line for a lot of things, and I will I will agree with you, maybe disagree with I'll agree with most of the bashing I've seen. But I'm getting sick and tired of people going, Wave one's clogging the shelf, it's going to die. Wave one's, you know, wave <laughs> one's sitting there, uh the you know, this is it, it's not gonna last the, the next year. Wave one's sitting there, wave one, wave one, wave one. And what they are nine times out of ten referring to is He-Man and Skeletor. I, I know it's different, guys, but wrap your head around it. He-Man and Skeletor are not Wave 1. The way these assortments are coming out is there is a Skeletor case. Every case has four figures. There is a Skeletor case, and there is a He-Man case that have no Wave. They are evergreen figures. Retailers can continue to order those by themselves, and that's. I, I'm sure eventually they probably will replace it. Like the, the maybe they'll come out with a variant or something that will replace. But for right now, He-Man and Skeletor, they're just cases of themselves. Wave one is Tila, Evelyn, Man at Arms, Beastman. And there's a case with one of each of them in it. So everyone's equally packed. So no, it is not Wave 1 is clogging the shelf. It is the retailers ordering more He-Man and Skeletor. You know, so get that out of your head. Because you're going to see He-Man and Skeletor for at least the next... I guarantee you the next year at least. And maybe after that they'll they'll do something... I'm sure there'll still be a He-Man and Skeletor. Maybe they'll do something different... Um, but there were, the point is to always have a He-Man and Skeletor available, but not to follow the 2000X mistake of forcing He-Man and Skeletor into the same packs as the secondary characters. That's what led to the clogging of the shelves. So now retailers can order the secondary characters, which is the actual wave one, two, three, up to four now, without being stuck with more He-Man and Skeletor. See? So... Hopefully that clears it up, um, and yeah, if way and there are some places where Wave One is sitting there, but you guys got all the Wave One, and like my area, it's got hardly anything, you know, and that's that's Walmart distribution, and I think the recent Target example shows that like most of the missteps as far as distribution were on Walmart's end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you give me a choice between Walmart and Target, and we are not sponsored by either, so it doesn't matter. 
However, <laughs> I, if I, one of them would I, like it, to sponsor us, uh, please reach free. out. Just drop me a message. <laughs> um, I, I'd rather be at Target, though. Like Target always has the environments better there, for, at least locally at mine. I feel like if I go into Target, I feel like I can bring the kids and it doesn't feel like okay, is something weird going to happen in here that it turns into, oh, now it's on YouTube and it went viral because somebody crazy was in here today or whatever. And uh, and Target, I usually feel, does manage their toy section yes. locally better than anything our, either Walmart ever does. When I go into either Walmart, nine out of ten times, the pegs are just empty. And it's like, okay, why did I even bother coming out here? I should have just went to Target the whole time. So, you know, in that way, I, I think that the line has a better chance of reaching more people this way. Um, All right. And I, I don't know. I'm just more of a fan. Now, Target. In that vein, I do agree with you, but in that vein, so Target, jumping back to G.I. Joe Classified uh, real quick here. Number one, and I think this will be a short discussion. Should a figure that could be considered an army builder be an exclusive? No, but we also no. like if you, you hear, listen, if you Mattel. Back, <laughs> no, but and that and that's the thing. Like I think Mattel really messed up on that level, even with classics, because again, Rotan, Skeleton, and you have yes. to pay how much to get that? They but it's supposedly that. and. And there's supposedly like a story that, oh, it, it, they weren't meant to be just in there. It's just the way it worked within the timing of the line yeah. and all that. But it's like, yeah, that wasn't the greatest idea either. So I'm not going to no. go and say it's just that. But yes, an army builder should not be exclusive no. to Target because then you're going to get all sorts yeah, of, should, you know, you're going to be paying out, out the butt for I, that then. You know, and then why are you building? <laughs> exactly. Anything that's an army, you know, give... Give a weird paint scheme. Give an obscure character exclusive. Sure. Uncle Montork exclusive. Absolutely. Like the mm -hmm. Keldor uh, Cronus Target 2-pack exclusive that's coming out this year. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Flocked Panther? For sure. But yeah. like Horde Trooper? Palace Guard? Like that's just stupidity. I mean, mm -hmm. that should be one of your highest produced figures because of all us big man-childs that are like, I have the disposable income to buy 20 of them. And we will. Yep. You know? Um, yeah. So shame on Hasbro for making a Cobra Viper an exclusive. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the whole way they, they've handled that line. I, I'll i be honest. I was collecting it, and now it isn't even in the forefront of anything in my head of, I need to get this or that for it anymore. And I, it's actually been on the bubble for me to even sell all of them off and just be done with it because I'm just like I, – I want stuff that I can just go out and I know I'm going to get excited to see it. Mm -hmm. Whereas the disappointment when you go into a Target and you know where they should be and they're not even there, it's like, yeah, it's not helping the passion to collect these things in any way, shape, yeah. or form. And honestly, especially the price those classifieds are going for, like that would be, mm -hmm. if you're not getting to continue on and then the price they're going for, like that just temptation upon temptation. Um, mm -hmm. Now. The, okay. Two. Second part. The second part <laughs> of the question. Uh -huh. Which also relates to Hasbro and G.I. Joe Classified. 
So Target has has they. I think it's between uh, classified and all the uh, t- Ninja Turtles and NECA stuff. Um, oh, they've yeah, gotten yeah, a lot yeah. of flack for that too. Target has recently been limiting how many figures an individual person can buy. And on G.I. Joe Classified, it is literally one figure per person. And not one Baroness, one Lady J, one Duke, one Cobra Viper, you know. And I I know someone's yelling at me Mm -hmm. that those aren't even all in the same wave. I know. Baroness isn't even single carded. (laughs) I know. I just, they were the first four (laughs) G.I. Joe characters that popped into my head, okay? <laughs> but that's not, like, one of each. It is literally like, oh, we have Baroness, Duke, and Roadblock. Which one do you want? Mm-hmm. And now there have already been reports that they're trying to do the same thing with the Origins line. That, to me, that... is just ridiculous. Um, and I yeah. think it's going to hurt. I could see one per character, but one per, like, category? Like, one Masters of the Universe, you can go and you get one Masters of the Universe, one G.I. Joe, and one, you know, Star Wars. Like, that, like, what is this? I'm 10 with my mom again? Okay, honey, you only have enough money for one, you know, one figure. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And especially a line like Origins that's a mass-produced line that is now available at every retailer. Like, that's not... I don't put that at the same... Like, they have to have manufacture at least... You think at least twice as many Origins as classified? Probably three or four times, honestly, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, last year in particular, because of all the different brands that were coming out, all the new toys we were getting, and, you know, depending Depending on how the stores were stocked, last year was sort of the year of the scalper because yeah. they could go in there and do some crazy stuff if you weren't like literally at the doors of Target and running. It's like jingle all the way, running into the toy aisle, hoping for the best and fighting everybody on your way in. And, you know, like the, the classified line suffered from that a bunch. And, you know, the markup on those, I I got them, I got a few where I bought them from people at, at cost plus shipping yeah. or whatever when I first dabbled. But I've never paid the exorbitant fees or whatever, the exorbitant prices. But it's like, you know, okay, it, it's it's the whole this is a problem, so we're going to go extreme right. to solve to, – to make the solution happen, which, yeah, I don't agree with that, especially in Origins case because, to be honest, Origins have been out there for almost a year at this point. A lot of people are going to be able to already say, I already got Wave 1. I got He-Man Skeletor. I want Roboto. I want Merman. I want She-Ra versus you know, worrying about a lot of this stuff and – it's like, you know, the exclusivity is the problem right. for Target, and that's why they're doing this. But then it's like then all the other lines are going to be a problem mm-hmm. in the aftermath of that. And that to me is – it doesn't make any sense. Like to me it should be the classified line should be the, the one right. that they should be focusing on since that's their exclusive and that's where the problem is. Last, last summer, for instance, I, I took my kids to Target. And I'm walking in the toy aisle, and they were stocked with the uh, the Hasbro Plasma Series tra- uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I was I was going in the aisle, going, "Oh, cool!" Because I, I hadn't seen them on the pegs at all. 
and there's a big guy standing there too, and he literally just goes, grabs everything off the peg, throws them into his cart, right. and walks away, and there was nothing left the minute I – I'm like, yeah. I literally just put my eyes on these things, and you took everything. Right. Like That, to me, is extreme. Like He shouldn't have been able to do that, though. Exactly. That That's where it's like there's a fine line. Like <laughs> Maybe if he takes the entire series up there, they could be like – that you know, I don't know. I said what because it's like one per character. How I do think, you do it? One per character, I think, is a good, you know, a good line. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, sure. imagine a kid goes into this store. Man, these look awesome. Hey, mom, can I, can I, can I get something? It's a, it's his first dabble, right? You know, his mm-hmm. first in the master. Okay, what do they got? Oh, look, they got they got He Man. They got Skeletor. Mom, can I get these? You know, good guy, bad guy. Like that's that's a good. Sure basis oh sure honey throw mm-hmm. them in the cart they get up to register oh sorry you can only buy one of these like imagine you're that kid and you're like or even the parent the parent might just go oh forget it just you know what i mean like it's uh mm-hmm. i don't know i guess looking back and the, the one that sticks in my mind the most because i actually remember the first time i got it was uh the turtles line the playmates you know Mm-hmm. And my first figures I was able to to get at once is I got Donatello and I got the Rat King. You know, maybe just my family, but like, and I, I know you've said that you only got uh, He Man right off the bat, right? Uh, your first uh, figure. Well, oh, the, yeah, he was it. It was He Man. Yep. Okay. But I'm sure shortly thereafter you were bugging your mom for another one, right? Like a villain or mm-hmm. something, you know? Yep. Um,. And I don't know. It just like it's it's just kind of a thing to me. It's like for me to start off a line like you need a at least one hero and one villain, right? Because that's where mm-hmm. all the conflict comes. That's where all the imagination comes from. Like, and, and to think that there could be kids going in there and some target employee is going to go, "Nope, you can't have a hero and a villain. You got to choose one or the other." You know what's that going to do yeah. to hold their interest in the line? You know what. I'll say this. Uh, I'm not. The, I'm not trying to defend it, but I'll don't say this. It. When I was a kid, I love Devil's Advocate. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't like defending what they're doing. To be <laughs> honest. So not, but I, I'll say, I, when I was a kid, if I got one, it usually was the hero because yes. then through the hero, I could at least have them go on adventures, doing other things, and then sometimes I would just go, "Hey, there's Skeletor," and if I didn't have Skeletor or I didn't have that figure. I would just pretend that figure was there and I'd have the He-Man doing whatever I wanted to do at that moment. And then when I got the other figure, then it made it even more epic because now I can blow it up compared to what I could do. But, you know, my imagination never limited me to I I needed both. I could just go with whatever I had. But, you know, like I also was – remember, I mean that was our first episode. Yeah. I had to do the actual legal battle yes. with my mother to actually get a He-Man versus getting any of, of the other yeah. figures. Um, so it was it was a big enough win that I'm like I'm happy with what I got right now, and I you know I don't want to go through that every time I go to the toy store. Right. Um, no, I, but yeah, I, I agree. Like, bring, you know, having a kid that wants to get a He-Man and a Skeletor, it's like. It, I, if I worked at Target, I wouldn't want to hold that policy right. to people. If they had this little kid and he's holding them or she's holding them, whatever, I'd be like, just take, you know, like I'll, I'll bring them through. Don't worry you know? about it. And I kind of, because 
it's it's only helping them right you know it's only helping them love the line like you're saying and then it's like well if somebody's telling you you can't have this then it's like well then why do i want this stuff exactly. you're, if you're gonna be a dick you know why would i why would i buy just it just go back to punch punch holes in the cards that's what you need to do target and then all the scalpers will just stay away from them yeah <laughs> yeah no my ta- yeah. my target seriously when i was in high school my target did that with star wars just Star Wars. They would actually oh, really? take a one-hole punch, and they would go up the top there where the Power of the Force logo is, and they just uh-huh. just to just wow, just to make sure there were some <laughs> left on the shelf. Yeah, huh? And I didn't care. I ripped all mine open, so I loaded up. <laughs> well, I, I was I was the idiot that I got all those and kept them in on card figuring. I didn't do that to my original, so at least I could do it yeah. here. Now I can get five bucks a pop for them if I'm lucky. So there you Absolutely. go. <laughs> I guess I should have just played with the yeah. damn thing. <laughs> all right, on to Big Bad Toy Store. Real quick here. We're not going to spend a ton of time here. Um, but they have, they have literally everything, guys. Check out Big Bad Toy Store. They have everything... That has been released, will be released, available right now for pre-order at, mm-hmm. at um, decent prices, honestly. I mean, they're fourteen ninety two for a basic figure at Walmart. I haven't been to Target, I don't know what they're but it's fifteen ninety nine at Big Bad Toy Store. You know? Um now they have also, well, they show the pictures of Hordak and Triclops there. They're coming in uh, Wave 4 along with Stratos and Ninjor. Uh, the, the funny thing I found was the uh, Triclops is not the Triclops that won that fan vote. So, like I said, you will be getting a regular Triclops. <laughs> And you're even going to get the regular Triclops before you get the one that you wasted your fan vote on. So, <laughs> and I'll leave that at that because we talked about that already. But, um, but so yeah, so we got a first look at Hordak, um, and he looks just like the vintage figure. He's got the cape and everything, as you'd expect. Um, and we had heard some rumors of Hordak, so that wasn't a big surprise. But they also have for pre-order a another Evelyn, Stinkor, Fisto, and Mosquitor. And those were all previously unannounced figures. And they have no pictures. They just have Masters of the Universe. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, surprised? Or no? I, I'm surprised. I, I guess I'm enlightened by the, their choices. I, I, I would say surprised, but I'd also say it's nice to know that we're not doing it in the same release order right. as the originals, because at least some of the ones at the end, like Ninja, right. Scareglow, uh, Mosquito, in, in my case, it's like some of those guys were so dead last in the line that n- you never got them out in the visibility. So it's nice that they're sprinkling them in throughout these waves, but yeah, it's kind of fun to see, Hey, you know, there is going to be stink or pretty soon. Oh. We are going to get some of these, some of these other figures, Fisto, you know, yeah. I, I like to see what they do with him. That could be fun. Um, mm-hmm. sorry. The other one from that wave, cause it, cause Mosquito is a deluxe figure. 
which makes me definitely sure that he's going to have his blood pumping feature. Because that's what they did with Clamp Champ mm-hmm. 2 to get his clamp the size it needed to be and functional. They put him into that uh, deluxe figure assortment. Yeah. So it's Evelyn, Stinkor, Fisto, and another Merman. That is the next unrevealed wave. So what do you think they're going to mm. do with the Evil Lynn and the Merman? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I would say they might tip their hat at Classics and do like the Battleground Evil Lynn colors possibly or like a 2000X. I agree. Where she's more pale skinned mm-hmm. than yellow. And with Merman, either – I heard – I heard that they're actually thinking of maybe doing single card issues for Merman and Beastman in Origins from the Lords of Power. Yeah. So I'm guessing that might be where that's headed, which, again, you know, there there there's going to have to be some sort of a slight differentiation between them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's going to be people out there that are like, I spent I, how much on this thing? And I'm just going to put them out on the peg. You know, you know, I think that would be a huge misstep. I've, I've heard the same rumors. I think that'd be a huge misstep to release those mm-hmm. Lords of power figures, single card. Um, yeah, that would just be a real blow to power. Con. Um, I mean, yeah. not, it's uh, not even necessarily a financial blow, but because they've already sold power sold theirs already and they're shipping out now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, I'm still waiting in mine because I ordered the She-Ra 2 and she was delayed and everything, but, um, it's not going to hurt them this year, but it could hurt them in the long run because, you know, if they do this, then next year when PowerCon goes, Hey, here's our exclusive figures for this year. How many people are going to go? No, nope, I'm not falling for that again. They're going to exactly. come on single card. I'm not. And a, a big part of funding PowerCon is the exclusives. Like, that is, mm-hmm. they factor that in. Like, if we want to have PowerCon, we have to sell exclusives. It's just the, that's San Diego, that's everybody. That's part of the game. Yeah. Um, and I'd hate to see PowerCon take a ding because of that. So I'm hoping, like you, I think uh, uh, a more white-skinned Evelyn. And I'm hoping it's honestly just a blue merman. You know, they released That's the what green. I was thinking. I'm hoping it's just the blue variant. And uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh... I mean, they, they established that in classics, yeah. and I I feel like, you know, what, like it or not, I know there, there's people that love Origins, but I feel like classics is giving them a little bit of a, hey, that's what they did. Maybe we could do it using what we have kind of a, a deal. So, you know, I, I personally, I think the blue one for Merman is actually a little cooler yeah. in some ways because there there is that, hey, I never had this version when I was a kid, you know, so now if we... we the classics one if we got the origins one and it also holds to the idea of the origins as in like in the mini comics with him being you know that color originally it's like all right that works now but sorry i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead go ahead well i was just gonna say now feel free to use this idea mattel just give me credit you don't have to pay me just put my name on the package (laughs) or whatever release merman in blue just to repaint you know obviously um, give him a generic fishman head as well. I mean, you're already you're. Then you can army build, and then you yeah. can army build, and you will. Yeah. Sell, even the people who don't want a blue merman will go. Oh, he's got a generic head. Oh, give me five of them so I can set them yep. around merman. 
You know, yep. he has a legion of mermen. Yep. <laughs> exactly. That would be that would be that would be cool. Take do something that even classics didn't do. You know, because we got we got the mm-hmm. main army builder in classics, but do something a little bit more, and you will be surprised how many more people you can get to jump on. Um, and yeah, that's just, and, and you can tell they're trying to. I mean, they've released, and I'll give it to them. They are pumping these things out. I mean, we are. They launched in August, if I recall correctly, officially. And yeah. they are. Yeah. And they already have three waves out on the shelves as of today. That is breakneck speed for the toy world. I mean, that is. You got to give it to them, and up until the potential wave four here, that's the first time they're going to release. Uh, repaints or reissues mm-hmm. like three full lines of completely new characters that is unheard of anymore i mean even even gi joe classified don't they release a uh, roadblock in every wave <laughs> it feels like that yeah i mean now they're even the last i heard they're doing like a repaint wave of that one where the people that had issues releases now they're yeah. going into the more traditional color schemes so the people that got the originals are probably pretty pissed, and now they want to get the other ones. But right. in in the case of this, it's like I feel this is the toy version of Netflix. Yeah, because just, it feels like Netflix every couple of months, the next season's already available for something I've been watching. Like, I mean, heck, Cobra Kai showed up at like twelve oh one on yep. on January first for season three already. So <laughs> I still ha- I still haven't started that show. I'll get to it one of these days. Oh. <laughs> Do yourself that favor. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, okay. Last things. Wrapping up. Big bag toy store here. Uh. Let's let's put it on record here, Sean. Stinkor. Will he stink? He better. Otherwise, it's going to be a a fail. Absolutely. There's no way around that. <laughs> and number two, Fisto. Do you think either? As as an extra accessory or just with it, do you think they'll do an articulated fist? The big Ooh, fist. articulated fist. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I, I, I would actually be curious to find out if he's going to be a deluxe figure himself. He is but not. I, for some reason, well, then I, I don't think they will. I think it'll just be, here's the fist that you had when you were a kid. Solid fist. And I'm curious... Yeah, and I'm also curious if they're going to have the the action feature of the swinging arm, or are they just going to have it where here's Fisto, and it's very similar to the rest of the classics? Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I did, I think I heard right. Battle Armor He Man does not have removable arms. That I think I that, saw that somewhere this weekend. That is that is the rumor. I have not been able to. I, I well, real real quick here before we get to Battle Armor He Man. Fisto, I think, will not have the articulated fist, but I think they should. Honestly, I think I think. Well, again, I want them. To, I want to see something different, so I think they should look at doing an articulated, even if it's just like uh, like fingers open. You know what I mean? And uh, as a one piece, or I don't know. I just like to mm-hmm. see something different. Um, well, the 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 way I'd go with it is look at Mister T. Yeah. And that's, no, I, I think, think that's what you're getting. And I think that's, that's the what they'll, it, I know? think that's what they'll do. I, I, I'm yeah. going on record. That's what they're going to do, but I'm just putting out yeah. there, you know, maybe it'd be nice, it, if it'd they be did nice it to see something different. <laughs> um, yeah. 
And I do not think he'll have the action uh, spring down uh, fist action. I don't mm-hmm. think they will do that. Um, and honestly, I even though I had a ton of fun with that as a kid, as a collector, well, hey, here again, as a collector, I say don't do it. But my kids are the ones into this line, so for them, I'd say, do it. Like, I can just imagine mm. they would have a ton of fun with that. So, you know what? I'm going to go on record. Do it, Mattel. Give us the power, <laughs> the, the, the the spring-loaded arm for the fist. The power punch power f- fist for Fisto. Yeah. Or it, that was actually He-Man's thing. But yeah, yeah, the power punch the power was the waist. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. No, I... I I am I'm the odd man out in so many ways when it comes to masters because when I was a kid I didn't need Fisto to have that swinging fist uh, movement I was happy to just have the figure and I could have him punch whatever I yeah. wanted because I had the ability to use my imagination and all that and and uh, you know it's again it's as a collector which is why the collector lines are more my speed it's like yeah I want to pose him yeah. in a way where his arm isn't just constantly down at his side because you have to move it and break a spring every time exactly. so you know I I would appreciate not having it this time around too but I'm sure there's plenty of people our age were screaming their heads off at me going why are you even on a podcast because you hate everything about the and it's like i don't but my issue is like as a kid i even knew i didn't need some of this stuff because i'd rather just pose them as i chose to to pose them over you know the the company is telling me this is how it's supposed to work or whatever but then but then like you know you have cases like cyclone Mm -hmm. yeah i like that i could spin him around because that makes sense you know or whatever so it's like I'm hit or miss, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> now you brought up Battle Armor He-Man. Um, yeah, I did. So, uh, yeah, I'm hearing reports. I've only seen one person post it, and I couldn't verify with anyone else. So, it may be true. It may not. Is all I'm saying, guys. But supposedly, the arms are not removable for the Battle Armor figures. Which supposedly was the whole point of why the drum is so much smaller. Now, so why? Which I think is what you were getting at. Why make that drum smaller to accommodate the removable arms if the arms aren't actually removable? Now, I say I'm a... Like, my the Scareglow that I got, that I have, that I opened, he is very hard to take apart. I don't know if it's because of the translucent plastic or whatever, but, like, the Skeletor that my son has, very easy. You can pop all the, the arms, the hands, everything out. Scareglow, when I took his hand off for that picture I did with Skeletor, you know, I gave it Skeletor the glowing hand, mm-hmm. I felt at a point like I was going to break it. If I didn't know mm-hmm. that piece was supposed to come off, I would have stopped because it was that tight in there. So do, mm-hmm. do you think maybe it's just they're, they're really tight because of the new armor, maybe? I, I'd have I'd love to actually see how they look on the inside because yeah. we, we've been able to see the way that the originals worked. Mm-hmm. And for these, it's, it's so weird that there's that tiny little window yep. now and that's it. And, it, like, how is it that a toy line from almost 40 years ago <laughs> can make this nice, broad yep. H symbol that was, like, the freaking Superman S on his on his chest? 
And now it's like, you know, this tiny little window. And if you don't hit that part, I guess he's just going to stomp all over you. And that's the end of it. Um, And it is weird to me that, yeah, if you can't take the arms off, I thought that was the whole point of the line. So I'm a little like, okay, so some do, some don't. And I guess it makes sense to go, okay, He-Man is the traditional buck. We're going to make that that you can customize the hell out of it. But when we get into the deluxe figures, they're not going to be as customizable because now it's like that's for that figure. It's specific. Right. Uh, I think, I think my my the way that I wish they would have done it. Again, I don't have the figure in hand. I don't know, but right. the way I wish they would have done it is a little more of the traditional uh, version. Right. Make that one have the actual the pegs go out. And then you could actually have the arm, uh, that, like the the articulation in the arm isn't all that different. You just have to replace how the peg works to for the shoulder to meet into the battle line. And that's that's the you know? key. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Is in the vintage the pegs went out, and in these ones mm-hmm. the pegs go in, and that's the key. Mm-hmm. There. Um, yeah, and I I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole because we've been here before. But battle armor skeletor, I'm just gonna say it. Those two heads that it comes with, they stink. They are no better than the open-mouthed <laughs> uh, Skeletor heads. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what happened, because when they showed that figure off at PowerCon, I'm like, oh, look, they fixed the head. They mm-hmm. didn't. That, that, mm-hmm. There's one where he's literally smiling like a, like a smirk, like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then the angry one just looks like he's, like, like cartoonishly pouting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I know I've voiced opinions plenty of times, but I think part of part of the drawback for me about the line is yes, there there are some good things that I know customizers and a lot of fans are looking for, but there is something about the way the figures look to me that makes it feel like they're not gunning for this to be a legit serious feeling to these characters. And my problem with that is when I was a kid, when I saw these figures, they did not look cartoonish. They looked legitimately like here's monsters versus men, you know, here's barbarians versus demons. And that made me give a whole bunch more weight to what I was playing. Mm-hmm. Whereas now that we've crossed the, the whole version of Masters where you know, Prince Adam is singing four non-blondes or yeah. whatever, three non-blondes, four non-blondes. Uh, and, oh, and um, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, we're, we're over that threshold. It feels like the people that are in charge don't necessarily want to embrace the they call it origins but it's not embracing the origins it feels like it's embracing the silly stuff of it whether they're attempting that or not when you see sculpts the way they look with these heads it really does make you go okay so a skull can actually manipulate itself to look angry i i never needed skeletor to manipulate his skull to look angry he looks like Skeletor, you know, I'm trying. Sorry about that. That's close. But he's Skeletor. Well, that's it. That's how it should be. (laughs) Skulls cannot frown. It's not, it's not, uh, and yes, it happens on cartoons and stuff, but even, you know, Filmation did a lot better job of making that skull emote without, you know, uh, not like this. Like, it's a skull, man. Mm -hmm. Learn, learn some anatomy, you know? It, it's it's it, to me when I saw the the one where he's he's got the the 
the frown face or whatever you want to call it. I honestly heard it say, yeah, in my head. And that made me get angry and because that isn't my master. Every it mini isn't. comic. It just never will be. Every mini comic that has come out with this line has had a Mia in it. So. Thanks. Thanks for that, Mattel. It, it, it makes me sad because. Uh, I, and and I'll, this is the end of this for me for this yeah. one. But yeah, we 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 went there, and I had to walk through that door. But I mean, my my God, how many like Hasbro doesn't make fun of Transformers? Hasbro doesn't make fun of GI Joe, and they don't make fun of Star Wars, and they don't make fun of Marvel Legends. But it feels like out of all of the toy lines that we have coming back that people are excited and they're wanting to welcome them back onto the shelves and into their collections. I feel like masters is the one where it's like, they just don't want to be serious about this and they don't, it's like even the color schemes drive me nuts. And that, that was something on uh, I know on Battlecast, Eamon brought that up where he was saying, you know, there were darker colors. They were richer right. colors when we were kids, you look at them now and they're so more bright and the whole other opposite of the spectrum from what we grew up with. And when I see them, it's like, I, that doesn't represent the way it was for me as a kid, you know, and it's not even filmation colors. Either. Right. They're, they're even brighter than that. And, it's like I, I don't I don't I don't know. That's that's why half the time I gotta tap out on origins when I talk about it. It's like I've said it all, I'll say it again, yeah. and that head sculpt in particular was the new that's what did it for me this week, you know. <laughs> like ah so, Well uh yeah uh David Clark just posted on uh on his adult collector.org page that he just picked up uh Two of each at his local okay. Target. So, Battle Armor He-Man and Battle so, Armor Skeletor. So by the time you record Council of the First Ones tonight, we will have a definitive <laughs> answer on whether or not those arms come off. So, Yeah, <laughs> I'll ask him. And, and then on top of that, I'll be like, so which one are you going to display for your Battle Armor Skeletor, mm. by the way? Is it going to be the, mm, I don't want to brush my teeth, I want to go to bed? <laughs> or is it going to be... Yeah, which one? All right, last, last <laughs> thing on heads. What, uh, let's let's not go down the rabbit hole. But one more, yes or no? That okay. vintage inspired He Man head that comes with battle armor He Man is He Man Asian on that head. I from what I've seen a little bit, it feels like they might be pushing a little bit of uh, ethnicity on them this time what? around. <laughs> Why is every time they redo that vintage head, except I'd say for classics, but the giants, the commemorative, every time they redo that head, for some reason it gets squished, and that's what lends itself mm-hmm. to looking slightly Asian. And I don't get why they mm-hmm. can't. Redo that vintage head in in a pleasing way. And number two, why does Mattel not own orange paint anymore? Because He-Man's hair was never yellow, ever. Yeah. So. No. I, I, again, you know, when I see that on the shelf, it looks so weird. Mm-hmm. That yellow blonde, it, and that was part of why when when I saw the line originally, I'm like these feel like they're for younger yeah. kids. They, they don't feel like when I was a kid, the, the version of He-Man that we had, like you said, the orange or paint. Yeah. Right. It looked blonde. It didn't look, 
any other yeah. way. And that, now it's like he got his hair did. Blonde, you know? blonde <laughs> is not yellow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Maybe. Hang on. Hello? No. All good? Yeah, no school tomorrow. Ah. Uh, Too many power outages. We had a big ice storm. Oh, I showed you. I sent you that picture. Uh, like my car. Like yeah, that. you did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just saw it was a school corporation, and my wife works for them. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. Um, anywho. So, uh, what are we doing? Hang on. Let me get a better start here. <laughs> All right. So. See. What you got to show off? Let, let's do a little show and tell here. What has Sean picked up All recently? Right. What have I picked up recently? Well, um, close to Christmas. So this was like my Christmas present to me, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I missed out on the initial pre-order for these guys, but I managed to find them on Facebook Marketplace at an actually... I think the markup was only 10 bucks over what it would cost, if I remember right. Um, I ended up being able to get an Ultimates teenage Raphael. Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. There you go. He's so I got gorgeous. me a Raphael. He got the best yeah. turtle ever, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, I said best we'll turtle I ever. Know. I know you did, and you noticed I didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this this guy here is is actually Matt's favorite, and that's cool. I actually, I'd say out of the turtles, he's probably my second favorite. Um, so, it, but it was cool to actually get him. I I'm still debating if I'm going to actually open him up though, because I love that everything is one stop shop. It's all in the box right now. I got so many things down yep, here yep. that I lose track of that that's the last thing I need. But, uh, yeah, it, and uh, I saw a review where they said if you can get these for maybe, you know, 10 to 20 bucks over what the actual uh, pre-order was, they're worth it. And, like I said, there's a guy I, I ended up paying, like, maybe, I think, I think 10 to 15 bucks over the initial pre-order. And I'm like, okay, I, w- I was shocked that he was selling it for that low. Cause I've right. seen it on eBay for a hundred bucks, you know? Yeah. So I got that, which was really cool. That was my little gift to me. And then the other thing that was really cool, um, I got at Christmas. This was the year that my, my wife said to my daughter, we get, we're going to get presents for other people and all that. So, uh, Christmas morning, there's a box for me. I open it up yep. and, it is this guy. Oh, you opened him. Pete Venkman. I did open him nice. because he's mass produced. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a Pete Venkman who is, out of all the Ghostbusters, he is my favorite Ghostbuster. Uh, 
some of the best lines in the movie were from Peter Bankman. That, and that's a good likeness uh, of him too. Oh, it's yeah. Take take a look at that. He, hang on, there we go. He looks. Yeah. It looks like Bill Murray is miniaturized in my exactly. hand. So, I'm pretty happy with that. And he came with one of my favorite all-time Ghostbusters accessories, which is the Ghostbuster trap. Nice. And I love that I have an actual like replica-looking trap because. I it's it's such a you know every time they go out you got to use the trap and it's such an iconic looking you, piece that I thought that was cool have, and you then, don't have his uh, proton stream on though. Well, he doesn't come oh, with one. That's the welcome, that's right. welcome to the yeah, yeah welcome to a, even Maddie Collector <laughs> pulled that they only put that out in certain uh, figures. And yeah, no proton stream unless you buy Winston. I guess he's the one that gets to do all the work, and the Ghostbusters get all the accolades and, and, for it. And who, who but, made uh, those Ghostbuster figures again? Maddie Collector originally, no, no, and then Hasbro ones. makes these. Yeah. Hasbro does this, yes. Mm. And Come then on, I, I figured I'd just throw this up here. Oh, real okay. Quick. Nope, over this way. Nope, other way. The other. Other way. Here we go. More. There we go. So here more. is. There you go. Here is the Hasbro option, and here is the Maddie Collector one that I got from Walmart probably four or five years ago now. Um, yeah, I, th- I and think Hasbro won here, actually. that is Hasbro, Hasbro did, because the other thing, too, is when you look at the Proton Packs. Let me see. There we go. There you go. Perfect. You're going to see this one is wider, and it looks way more the way it did in the yeah, movie. Yeah, cover it. Am I good? My, covers their butt a yep, little bit. Yep, it covers the it's, whole back. Yep. Yeah, those packs were and not, even, I mean, they weren't backpacks. They were full on, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this one, it's like a slim version. Yeah, it's, it's a you toy version. You can see his back around mm-hmm. it. It is. It, it's basically like it, the, the equivalent of this is a prop replica. Right. This is me running around with my proton pack as a kid thinking I'm Pete Beckman trying to bust exactly. ghosts. And and my my kids and I have actually enjoyed comparing and contrasting these mm-hmm, two. Mm-hmm. So ah, I keep on doing that. There we go. So I, I yeah, we're having fun with that. Yes. I mean, for the time, I thought, hey, this is great because I never had a movie version. This is cool. Then I get this, and now I'm like, all right. I, I said to my daughter, I'm like, you've got me going down the rabbit hole already yeah. with a new <laughs> line. And to prove that, okay. I will show you something else. The other day, uh, it was actually the 31st. I went out to GameStop, and uh, I'm buying a video game for my kids, and they go, oh, by the way, you're a, you're a uh, points member. You can pick anything out in the store that you want, 29, $22.99 or less. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are the Ghostbusters figures on that? Yeah, you can pick one of those up. I ended up leaving with an Egon. Nice. And the best part. He comes with a PKE meter. Ooh, gotta have that. Which made me really happy because none of my figures, except for one Egon when I was a kid, had a yellow one. So the fact we got an, a legit, here's nice. the way it looked in the movie. Uh, I'm, I'm like eating these up now because they're giving me what I always wanted when I was a kid. And this, uh, and I'm understanding the origins people in some way on on these figures. It's hey, you're giving me something I always wanted. The articulation is there. Right, right. The the actual the the form is working. The likenesses and everything. 
the the accessories. I mean, like I said, this pro, this ghost trap is one of my most favorite accessories that I have right now because hey, it's a ghost trap. Absolutely. So good stuff. Just got to get Ray and Winston and uh, Dana and Gozer and boom, boom. So, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Just... Boom. <laughs> All right. Any, anything else you got? <laughs> that would be it. I okay. didn't. It, apparently, I wasn't as good as Santa believes. So I just, I, I was happy with well, I, the little that I got. I think, I think everything I've got, I bought my, for myself. Um, me and my wife. That's basically what happened. <laughs> yeah, me and my wife. We don't do. We we said that years ago. Like the first year we were married, we got present, and then after that, it's like with the kids and everything. We're like, no, let's not. We make the holidays about them, you know, so me and my wife, we don't get each other presents for Christmas. Um, I'm really that way with a lot of my, I'm like, I don't need anything. Like if I need something, I go Mm -hmm. get it. Or if I want something, I go get it. The stuff I want, you guys aren't going to be able to track down anyways. Like I had to jump through hoops and scour deals and, you know, sell my soul here and there. Um, yeah. But I did get one thing for Christmas from my mom. She sent this to me, and uh, it means a lot. Uh, it is the, the Mega Constructs Battle Cat versus Rotan set. <laughs> yeah, nice. she said she saw it. Uh, she saw it in Walmart, and of course thought of me. And you know, it's sure. it's one of those things. It's an, obviously it's not rare. I mean, my Walmart's got like ten of them right now. But just the thought of the matter in it, and you know. Uh, that battle cat's really cool. Good mermaid. I love mega constructs. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do. So <laughs> uh, that's exciting. I'll be putting that together. Um, then I got now this was unexpected. I'm reaching around my computer. I know this looks sad. Oh, but it makes sense <laughs> on my end. Oh, I grabbed that. I grabbed that by accident. I didn't mean to grab. Ah. <laughs> so I. Saw an eBay listing for Volume 3 of the Mike Young Productions DVD set. Um, that's the last one with Snake Armor He-Man versus King Hiss on it. The, the final 13 episodes, uh, Season 2, basically. Mm-hmm. I have a copy of it, but like I got my copy used. It doesn't have any of the art cards. I think it's missing the... the plastic sleeve you know and it's pretty beat up so i saw this uh on ebay got it for it's got it's not it's the exclusive i meant to look up whose it was i don't remember who but it was the exclusive it's got the bonus keychain of snake armor he-man on it there um okay and then of course it's got the the actual volume three just like it came out um, all the art cards are in there, the, the guide, uh, there's an advertisement for Maddie Collector, all that's in there. And like I said, it's got the exclusive keychain, which has never been opened, it's still it's still in the, the wrapper. I might actually put that on my keys, that's a focus, but yeah, it's, mm. it's a pretty nice, lo- there we go. It's a pretty nice yeah. looking low keychain, square. Um... Now, the listing said, you know, Masters, He-Man and Master Universe Volume 3 with slipcover. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking they mean this. And this is all that was pictured. It just sh- it didn't even show this. It was this sealed. It showed both sides of it. That's all the pictures that were up there. 
So when I open the package, when it gets... Well, number one, I got it for like $11 shipped, which is amazing. I mean, that's... I think they were 20 or 25 when they came out. So... Yeah. That, with the exclusive, <laughs> I'm like, awesome, great. When I open it up, the first thing I see in the package is this top. And I pull it out. It's got all that and the exclusive slip cover for the volume three. This was the best buy exclusive. Which is the one I have. Which yes. is the one Sean got at retail, so he's not as amazed by yep. this. But these things <laughs> I have been searching for this for a long time and it never comes up because it's got the it's it I put my DVDs in it. But it it, mm-hmm. it came just with volume three. And it's to complete the mural because these did not, when they produced these, they didn't make them with the mural that goes with the filmation release. So they released this slipcover mm-hmm. to finish off that mural. And I never thought I would own this, let alone to pay 11 bucks to get the DVD, the keychain, and this. That is my, my deal of the holidays right there. So that is, <laughs> that is amazing. And just goes to show you guys, when you're doing an eBay listing, take a ton of pictures, put, you know, put, put a good description, um, cause this should have gone for a lot more than 11 by itself. I mean, I'm glad I got the deal, but I'm just saying, you, you hear it all the time that people, they stumble upon this stuff and just like they get these deals because the person who's posting it, they take the time to post it, but they don't take the time to, to, you know, accurately photograph it or put a description and somebody just lucks out. Well, I, I've, you, you've known me, I, I've told you a couple times I've had a couple, like, uh, when it was probably what two or three years ago, Facebook marketplace, there was a guy putting up, it was, uh, let me think here. It was the, the DC versus masters, he-Man and Skeletor, right. just the He-Man and Skeletor from the two-pack, Optic, Color Change Orco, the SDCC version, and Prince Adam. Right. 60 bucks. And really? he even didn't even ask for shipping. He just said, I'll I'll give it to you for 60 And I, I paid what normally about one figure would cost to get five figures, right? Yeah, five yeah. figures at christmas i got it on christmas eve of all days i'm like my god you know and then there was somebody else the other week and you and i heard i told you about this and then i ended up not being able to get it but uh two then battle cat panthor he-man skeletor and i think there was like one or two other figures and the guy even was selling pops on top of that he only wanted 200 for everything and then somebody ended up getting that way before I could make the deal work completely. But and there, they're out and there. there. That, stuff is that out one there. was he put the wrong picture first. He put a picture of just like one figure, right? Or two figures? He put a picture. The first picture I saw was actually Panthor and Battle Cat staring at each other like you took a side view of those. Okay. And, it, and it was 200 bucks. And I was like, even for 200 bucks, what? And then I checked it out yeah. and... Yeah, it's like all Which these other figures. Which two hundred bucks for like, two cats? That's that's actually normal-ish. I mean, I know Battle Cat gets a bit higher, but that's not. It's not the deal once you get looking at the pictures that it really was. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, yeah. So they're out there. And I got I got one more thing. This was another amazing score. Something I never thought I would own. And um and I was really worried because it got it got shipped out December first and it went it took about three and a half weeks to get to me and the tracking just disappeared in the middle of that, which happened a mm. lot this holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. So I really thought it was gonna be lost. It showed up. Sean, this thing is so mint, you're not even gonna believe it. Uh, well, I, ho- I I hope. Well, I think I think you'll know what this is from. If not, I'll explain it. But oh, this is the actual. The Power of the Evil Horde, featuring He-Man and Skeletor mini... Well, I say mini-comic. It's slightly larger than a regular mini-comic. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the, the mini-comic that came with the two-pack of Hordak and Grizzlor with the cassette tape. Now, it's just the, mm-hmm. it's just a comic, but... This thing is in mint shape. It looks like it just came out of the two pack. This is it features mm-hmm. that wonderful artwork by Bruce Tim. Very filmationy. Yeah. This is the one where the record they actually used the filmation voice actors for it. Um, but yeah, and, and it's in the mini comic collection. Um, it's included mm-hmm. there, but it's just one of those things. I never thought I would own an actual vintage copy of it, and I was able to luck out and snag this off of uh, Facebook Marketplace. So that is nice. That is a find right there. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. So yeah, it's it's nicely. It's done. been a good year for for a lot of things. So yeah. Well, I mean, uh, me sitting here in Castle Grayskull still there from, you know, like a month or two ago. It's like, man, mm-hmm. I don't know how the heck I got as much goodies as I've gotten in the last yeah. year. But, hey, I won't fight no. it. <laughs> I, I actually forgot. I actually got one other thing from Mercari. It took like three or four weeks to get here, too, though. <laughs> I got the uh, two-pack, the Mandalorian with Baby Yoda two-pack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or it, actually, his name is not Baby Yoda anymore. But I got that, and it was it was just like a. I like the show enough. I want to get it. I, I'll put it on the shelf, and then my kids can get yeah, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, and all that stuff. So you got it. But, yeah. You got it handy, or is it far away? No, it's upstairs oh, okay. in my room. I I gotta go get it at some point. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 cool just to be able to have that too, and. It's like these little little things that I collect just to have like a representation of stuff I like. Absolutely. So. All right. So mm. wrapping us up here, and I, I've given Sean no warning of this, but I'm gonna throw it at him. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I, I love <laughs> off the cuff stuff, and I I've tried not to give a lot of thought either to it. So let's wrap up our before we hit our anniversary. Let's wrap up 2020 with a nice big bow on it. Let's hit our, our best of 2020. So, best of 2020. Try, try not to try not to put too much thought in this, but best uh, best television show of 2020. 
Uh, I'm going to be that guy, and I'll just say The Mandalorian for me. Changed my opinion on Star Wars for the first time in years. Now, did you not <laughs> did you not like Star Wars, or just was you weren't as into it, or you didn't like I, where it was going? I liked the original trilogy from when I was a kid, and it felt like everything since then. And I know there's other things like Clone Wars, and so I haven't gotten into any of that stuff yet. But um, the original trilogy, you know, I felt like that was a good enough thing to get me excited about the adventure and stuff. But then, like, yeah. the prequels, I remember sitting there in the theater openly <laughs> laughing through half of that stuff. And then the the new ones, I just sat there going, I don't have a connection to any single person on this screen right now. This show managed to do what that couldn't. You know, and and, and that's it, it's immersing me in something and it's not needing to constantly be about the same stuff every freaking time. We're not always going after the Star Wars legacy or uh, sorry, Skywalker. Skywalker saga, the legacy and all. It's here's right. its own little thing going out there in left field, having some fun. And maybe that's what we need at all it, this it, time. So, yeah, even though I haven't completed the season yet, uh, season two, I was going to say Mandalorian as well, because it's so well done. It's got a great direction. It's got good characters and exactly the same. It shows that you don't need a Skywalker to tell a good Star Wars story, which is something that they are really mm-hmm. forgetting. Honestly, I'm we're not going to dive deep into it, although I could. The worst thing, spoiler alerts, turn this off now if you aren't caught up on the Star Wars, <laughs> the newest trilogy. The worst thing they did in the new Star Wars trilogies, the sequels, is made. Um, oh God, what's her name? Oh, Ray. Ray. Thank you. They made Ray a Palpatine. I was honestly that was the one, the best part about Last Jedi was when they made when it turns out he lied to her, but they made Ray a nobody because I like that it was. It's like, okay, she is a nobody. It doesn't matter who her parents are because they're nobody in the grand scheme of things. But she's going to make her own destiny and she's going to be something. And that's a great message. And they screwed that all up by going, oh, no, we are going to tie her back in. Uh, Just Palpatine and Mm -hmm. Skywalker again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in my opinion, like... Like uh, just just really quick, the the Mandalorian. There is a sense of cohesion at yes. least where you're going. Okay, from the first episode, we're going all the way to the season finale of season yeah. two, and you're feeling like there's no disconnect. This has all been at least broadly thought out, and they're getting to all the stuff that they want to. Whereas if you're if you're doing yeah. a movie sequel or you're doing a movie trilogy, and it's a sequel to something people know at least have a roadmap right. going into this thing. Don't let somebody come in midway through and oh, go, I'm going to subvert expectations and throw it all out the window. And you're sitting there going, but they were trying to establish a story in the last one. Yes. It would be kind of nice if we had like, well, we're going to keep moving forward with what was already established versus, you know, everything that we thought we were going to love is, you know, so, got- and I'm not, I'm not a lover yeah. or hater anyway on either side. It's just I could see why people didn't and enjoy the middle and then the end had to make up so much for what wasn't working. I, I promise <laughs> you, folks, we will do a Star Wars talk because we can definitely <laughs> get that. We need to start doing I'm more in. offshoots. But, yeah, uh, do. but Mandalorian <laughs> shows 
that you don't have to be a Skywalker, but it still connects back. You can definitely, they've never come out in, well, maybe they have, but in universe, they've never come out and been like, oh, this takes place after Return of the Jedi. But just what's going on tells you exactly where it takes place, and it loops mm-hmm. back, and it's a great show. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. All right. <laughs> now, I'm going to put a caveat in here. Best movie of 2020 does not necessarily have to be from 2020, just within the last year, a movie that has impacted you. I'll go first this time because of what I'm going to say. My best movie of 2020 um, is actually Jumanji because... <laughs> I know where you're going with this, I think. <laughs> I don't think you do, because I don't, I don't think we... Talk, but, uh, so, back when quarantine first started and everything, you know, obviously, I've been out the whole time. I know we don't, we don't talk about this kind of stuff a lot, but it ties into 2020 a lot. Uh, we try and make it be an escape, but for today, I think it's, it's noteworthy. When we first started quarantine, you know, we did this, we got the kids a trampoline and we got, you know, we made sure like my daughter needed a new bike. We got the, like, we, we, we found stuff for the kids to do because they weren't going to school. They couldn't play with their friends, blah, 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 blah. Everyone knows that. Sure. And I was still working. I was still going out. But when I would, and I was working a ton, Sean knows that. Um, Mm -hmm. So when I did finally have like the day off or just when I got home, like I was tired and we would, we would, we would, we would find stuff at night to do the more relaxing because my mind was wiped. I couldn't, I honestly, there were nights I went home and I could barely stand up. That's how much we were working and one of the things was we started watching a bunch of movies as a family. And one of the greatest memories is we, I threw on Jumanji one night, me and my wife, all the kids. And Jumanji's a great movie. It holds up really well. Some of the special effects don't as much, but it holds up well enough that you're like, you can get into it still. Go watch it if you haven't watched it in a while. But just watching my kids take to it like I did at their age. And I was about my daughter's age when Jumanji came out, my oldest daughter. Mm -hmm. And then it kicked off a thing where they're like, well, is there a Jumanji too? And I'm like, well, not yes and no. And so then we, we watched the rock Jumanji and they're like, well, is there anything Mm -hmm. else? And it's like, yes, there is. And, Mm -hmm. and it just kind (laughs) of created this. And now even, even for, for Christmas, my son got the Jumanji board game and we're sitting down and playing that. Which is a, basically a re-release. I think they changed a few things, but it's basically a re-release of the Jumanji board game that came out when I was a kid. Um, and so it's just kind of one of those memories of the year where it's like me and my kids really connected. Uh, like your daughter getting you the Ghostbuster. You know, that's that's kind of mm-hmm. where it is for me, and that's why Jumanji's my movie of the year. And actually, the mm. Rock ones are pretty darn good. They're not... I wouldn't even put them in the same category. The categories like the Robin Williams, that feels like a whole different movie. But they're yeah. separate but equal. Yeah. Yeah, my kids love those the the rock yeah. ones. They we have those on Voodoo 
and I want to say at least once a month those will be on. And it's okay because I, I enjoy the heck out right. of those. I, I was not expecting to like them nearly as much as I did. Um, all right. Best movie 2020. Uh, I'm just going to have to go. Like, I'm like, what did I even watch in 2020 that was from 2020? <laughs> um, for, for the actual year of 2020, my movie is Onward. Okay. Um, that one, I, I think I brought it up on the show before, but that one was a I movie where I, yeah, I, I'm not the kind of person that enjoys you put real life stuff like, like cell phones into a fantasy setting. Right. It just, I, I, it, it's too, it's too like, I, I wonder why jelly on, on, on a burger doesn't taste good. It's like that kind of a thing to me, but that movie hit me at the right time. That movie, it, like, um, I know, I know Matt and I have talked about it numerous times uh, privately, but you know, in my personal life, there have been people that have, that are, that are gone that I wish I could see again. Mm -hmm. I have a, my, my father passed away going on this year. It'll be actually 10 years. My dad passed away. A good friend of mine died 11 years ago this month. And, you know, like those are people that if I could do anything to get them yeah. back for 24 hours. Absolutely. And the premise of that movie was something where like I might not have been like, oh, it's the fantasy setting and now fairies are bikers and all this. But it actually worked within the the confines of the world they built in that movie for me. It gave me <laughs> some good moments to laugh at. Absolutely. But, uh, and, and, you know, spoilers in case somebody hasn't seen it or whatever, but they, they did such an amazing job in the relationship between the, the two brothers who were on the journey of trying to get their dad back because the spell that, yeah. that the, uh, the the older son is the more gregarious one. He's the the life of the party, and he's all about this old game that was telling the history of their people. Right. And they keep going, oh, it's a game. It's not really the history. But because he knows this game, he's leading his brother, who is magically inclined, to try to solve this spell that they couldn't perfect and get their dad back for yep. 24 hours. So the whole journey is the two of them and the, the, the younger brother is always bristling against the older brother because the older brother can be, uh, he, 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 he knows everything yep. and he's so boisterous, but at the end of the day, he believes in his little brother. There is no sense of jealousy. There's no sense of it should have been me or any of that. That could have gone and so I, easily in that. And movie. I, I would say don't what, don't what? spoil the ending, but that ending no, no, no. is perfect, the, and the it's going to hit you mm. like a ton of bricks. And and yeah, it makes yeah, I mean, sense. So many endings yeah. are just kind of forced and tacked on. Yeah, I got that ending. I was I was on the fence. It was enjoyable, but then when that ending hit, I'm like masterpiece. Like that. Yeah, that and that's... hit it. That is exactly what I'm um, building towards. Sorry. It's like, I don't want to ruin the ending for it. No, 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 that's fine. I don't want to ruin the ending for anybody because when you see you that to. ending, if you're not sitting there and you don't know how to breathe for a little while because this moment is happening. Then you're, you're I mean, just geez. dead inside if you don't. 
get yeah, yeah like uh, i mean <laughs> it, it's like i'm i'm actually getting misty eyed remembering how much that ending worked for me and i mean i i love i love the brothers mm-hmm. in that movie i love that like i said there's no jealousy between the the older brother and the younger brother mm-hmm. because the younger brother can do it he's the one going you can do this and he's like even at their worst moments, he still believes in his little brother, and the little brother just needs to believe in himself through this movie. And when you get to that ending, yeah, oh my god! Like I, I think that has to be one of my absolute favorite endings in any Disney movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And I did not go to the movies prepared for that Absolutely. ending because I'm sitting there. I took my daughter with me, and she's sitting next to me. And I was literally like yeah. almost ugly crying because I could not believe that this movie hit me the way it did. That, that was so. That was when movie theaters yeah. were still open. <laughs> that was when movie. <laughs> that was that was I think only about a week or two before quarantine yeah, kicked in. Like, that was like in the beginning of March. It was it was near my daughter. My daughter's birthday is the 18th of March, and the quarantine began on the 13th. Yeah. And so I want to say it was probably the very beginning of March right. that movie hit, and we went like within the first week or two. So yeah, and it's one of my favorite movie experiences for that reason. Too. I just and in, in like a long time. I just looked up a couple more movies trying to give a movie that actually took place in like released in 2020, and both the things I looked up were released in 2019. So I don't see movies <laughs> very quickly after they come out. And, tw- well, and 2020 uh, has been the year of no movies. So, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. That's and why I cheated. Yeah, a bit go, well, I, I'm also one of those people that on Christmas Day, I signed up for HBO Max so la, la, that my family la, 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 could watch la, 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 Wonder la, la, Woman. La, 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 la. And I also, uh, we had Disney Plus because yeah. of The Mandalorian, and we saw Soul the day after Christmas. Yeah, I watched Soul. So those... Um, I haven't seen one Yeah, Woman those yet, are also it's there. It's been on the list, but I keep getting off work too late for me and my wife to sit down and watch it. <laughs> um, That's a long movie, too. All right, so. two more, two more. All right. Best action figure pickup of 2020. It can be something you got yourself, given to you, whatever. Best action figure pickup. What is looking back, what is your best action figure pickup? Um, be price, because I'll of t- price, because of memory, because of whatever. Let me let me go grab it, I think. Hang on one yep. sec. It won't take me a actually it won't take me a minute. And this, I want to say, was released in 2020, ironically. Well, even if it wasn't released in 2020, as long as you got it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm looking around going, I know I got a lot of good stuff, but this was the one that I remember it just, like, unlocking the floodgates of, holy crap, I love this thing. This guy right here. Oh, the Ezreal. uh, McFarlane. That one was the only figure that they posted originally, and I'm like, Wow. And now that I have him, he's amazing. I, I mean, I love I love that these are actually like a soft yeah, rubber. Yeah, that's nice. I was just seeing so that they can were just, flipping. Yeah, that and and the sword, but then all of the detail in the figure. Yeah, if you don't if you, you don't want that up. sword anymore, I'll take that sword. <laughs> I actually have been eyeing up maybe getting a second one <laughs> because I love that sword, yeah. and I have 
the uh, Azrael in the Batman armor, and grab I've been a, actually tempted to get give him that sword too. Grab a classics hmm? figure behind you, right quick. How's that sword fit into his hand? If you could, if you can, without uh, destroying everything. Here's you, man. Hit the sword in his hand is actually kind of loose. In Azrael's. So. And Azrael's, yeah. Put him in front. It's loose. Put him in Com- front of your face compared- so that he's centered in the Here. camera. There's he, There's man. He. Here's this. All right. In front of your face. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I know. I ended up messing up my kid. <laughs> so there you go. God, that is a beautiful. And I never followed that run on Batman. Uh, in case we weren't clear for our audio listeners, this is the McFarlane DC Multiverse Azrael, if I'm getting that right. Yeah, it's uh, there's actually a storyline that is a recent storyline called uh, the White Knight. Yes, I've and heard this of is that. from the sequel to that. And uh, they did make a White Knight Batman, who I actually that okay. I got him and Azrael on the first day. And these guys, yeah, like I don't need to get everything McFarlane is making, mm-hmm. but this one was the one where I'm like, I really would like to get him. And now that I got him, whew. So now, and now yeah. we're going to see how well that flaming sword fits in the uh, classics figures hands. So. And that's uh, going right, to decide whether I need a flaming sword or not. <laughs> we're doing experiments, people. All right, here we go. So here is this is the Super 7 Ultimate T-Man. If I can get this out of his hand. He's holding that pretty tight. All right, let's see. It is, I want to say it's actually too thick. Actually, no. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't break it. I don't want you to go over in front of your face. Hey, oh, my. By the power of grace, go. That's tight in there, isn't it? It is, but it actually looks really badass for you. Oh, yeah. I need, I need a flaming sword. <laughs> that is what I've just decided. You need a flaming sword. <laughs> I need to get three of them now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's oh, it's sweet. That is nice. That's a multi-purpose toy, no matter what the the Azrael and I mean, just in general, yeah, he looks amazing. Whether or not you have the sword, but the sword definitely. Oh, I dropped something. The sword definitely makes a difference. Absolutely, very nice. Uh, so what's yours for me? And I should have grabbed it, but I didn't. Um. So I'm just going to tell you, it is the Masters of the Universe Classics. I know, big surprise there. But <laughs> it is the Classics uh, Scorpia because, number one, I've wanted a Scorpia ever since I was a kid. And I couldn't believe that they didn't sure. make her. Number two, I was after that figure for a long time. She was the last off my list of because I always make a list of five. I'm going to track all five of those down before I make a new list of five. She was the last one of that. And number three, because Sean just found one, <laughs> made a trade, and just shipped it to my doorstep. It wasn't birthday or Christmas or nothing. He just like, hey, I knew you wanted a Scorpia, and I found her. Here you go. <laughs> so... All that on top of each other. That is, when I think back over 2020, that's the one where it's like, that's my number one action figure pickup because it just... Wow. 
because it, well again I, my, my my the memories alone like just the fact that yeah it all ties back to our friendship that has grown over this last year mm-hmm. and before you know it started before last year but really last year starting the podcast becoming good friends with you and everything else it's all wrapped up into that scorpio figure so well, that, that I'll, I'll also give you uh, for 2020. It was awesome. On my birthday, I get this big box yes. for Matthew, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I know he he sent me he sent me the character compendium yes. that we use on the show, and, and I'm like, what's the second box? And then I open it up, oh. and a couple of I want to say it was at least like two or three weeks prior. Yeah. He says to me, hey. My local Target has, uh, or Walmart. Target or Walmart, they have. Well, I just, they I have just posted the, uh, pack, uh, I just posted yeah, on Facebook because I never see NECA TMNT stuff in my Walmart, so I just posted on Facebook yeah. like, "Oh, look, it's kind of neat to see those." Yeah, and it was the two pack of the foot foot ninjas yes. from the movie. And then Sean and, messaged uh, me. He's like, "Hey, yeah. if you're if you go back there, because he didn't see it right when I posted, he's like, if you go back there, let me know." And I just ignored yep. that message. And like I just, he, yeah, he. I didn't get any response back. And then uh, it was it was a couple days after my birthday, and all of a sudden there's this box. Yeah. Open it up, and there's two foot ninjas looking at me, and I'm like, you. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting yeah. that. So yeah, we 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 did a couple solids for each other this year, and that's that's how that's it works for me. You know, it's just that simple. And that's so. another package I was worried about because I told him to go live when he got his his present, and then he goes live mm-hmm. and he only opens up because I sent I sent two separate packages, <laughs> and he only that's opens right. up that's the right. book, and I'm like. <laughs> what? Like where? Like, I didn't want to message him and go. Where's the other package? I go to my tracking, and the book says mm-hmm. delivered. And then the foot soldiers, it like I sent them same day, same post office, and the foot soldiers, they had no tracking from like three days prior. Like it just stopped at mm-hmm. one of the Pennsylvania waypoints, you know, distribution centers. I'm like. <sighs> And then it did end up yeah. showing up there a few days after, so that was a good. Uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's you know, like 2020 has been. Like I said, I I don't know how the heck I've amassed so, what I've gotten, but geez, it's been a good year in that level. So last one. Uh huh. Basically, your favorite memory or personal achievement of. 2020 you know what what looking back over the year what do you feel holds the most uh memory for you what have you done or what you know what has been created that you know you just feel is is a Mm. milestone i guess you could say um uh, there's a few things some of them are are pretty personal but i i don't mind getting into them a little well, bit the, one, the um, ones you feel like shit and it's not not well, necessarily it, your I, your top but just, i mean just pick one and go with it well uh let's see i i was okay so a couple years ago I was working at a job that i went back to because i had to more than i wanted to mm-hmm. And the situation when I went back was drastically different because 
the there was new ownership and the new owner and I did not get along as well as the old owner and I did. And uh, I was basically shown the door after about a year and a half of working for them. And uh, I was lucky enough that I had a freelance opportunity that came along uh, literally like two months before. Right. And I focused all of my effort into making that work. And it's one of the most amazing things for me right now is like I'm making better money than I ever did working for that guy who basically gave me the brush off. And it makes me every day go, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have done this to this extent. And I'm pretty proud of that. Um, So that probably is my greatest achievement personally within 2020 is and and especially – I I don't want to rub this in anyone's face because I know this year, or not this year, last year has been an extremely hard year for a lot of people through, you know, I'm sure there are people out there that they're missing loved ones. There's people out there that don't have paychecks right now. So I feel bad even bringing that up as that's a personal thing. But But no, you should be proud of yourself. You worked your butt off. I did. And, and I still, to this day, I'm, I'm working my butt off, but it, it does, I don't want to rub it in somebody's face of saying right. my, my good stuff happened on the same year as all this horrible stuff happening. But it did make me go like through something that we have gone through, mm. I still managed to do what I did. And it, it was, it wasn't just me sailing on by and I'm bringing in this money. I'm putting in the effort, right. but it felt so good to see the numbers I'm bringing home finally and it's better than anything that I was able to do for my family for as long as my son has been born, exactly. you know, and so that's four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the only other thing for last year, I know we, you said one and the only <laughs> other one I'll have is my little like off shoot is uh, I know for me personally, there's a lot of changes going on in my personal life and it made me take stock of what is important and what matters. And honestly, like I'll have my moments where my kids drive me absolutely up the wall. Like any parent will, (laughs) that does not change whether, you know, one way or the other, it's like they are kids. And especially when they're cooped up. Yeah. But it, it did make me really take a step back and go, even if they're driving you nuts, what's the important thing here? And, and it is about the family. It's about the people that you care about. And I, I've, I've kind of gotten my head out of the sand or out of my butt yep. <laughs> in 2020 in my how I'm addressing my kids a lot more and seeing that they're growing into some really special kids that I'm pretty proud of. And that was a heck of an achievement to realize in that uh, last year as well. Absolutely. So there you go. Now, so what about you? Uh, for me, it's uh, I mean, it's. It's going to be kind of obvious, but I just want to—I uh, just want to throw it out. There. I know what you're going to say. Uh, for me, my because my... I, I got Castle Grayskull. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I my greatest for you, <laughs> my greatest uh, memory achievement. Everyone, look at it of 2020 is Legends of Grayskull podcast. Um, this has become it's. Like you said, this has been a year, and I know we shy away from it on the show a lot of times because I want the show to be everybody's break. Um, this year has been a rough one. Um, obviously, I, I, like you, I've been working all the way through it. I have not, luckily, been hit with the hardships of 
paychecks and everything else, but the hours I've worked, the demands of the job, the stress of the job have been more than anything I can remember in all my time. And I've been doing my, I've been in my field for, you know, close to 20 years now. And I have never seen anything like this. I have never worked the hours I have. And honestly, my body is not what it was 10, 15 years ago. I I can't do the the open to closes and come back, bounce back the next day anymore. And that, like you said, this year has mm. taught me a lot of that, that I need to take time to rest and to, to take care of myself as well. I'm not that I'm not sure. a 21 year old anymore. I mean, I'm not old. I'm not even as old as Sean is. But the uh, that's asshole, <laughs> man. That's asshole. <laughs> I I guess what I'm getting at is it's it has been a troubling year. Um, I uh, I got in a you know I got in a car accident uh, back at the beginning of December. I lost my car was totaled. I mean, it's been the work and everything else. Um, you know, I, I had COVID. I, I will say it. it. I had COVID. My wife had COVID. My oldest daughter had COVID. My other three kids were fine. They had nothing the whole way through. Um, it's, it's been troubling. It's, it's been a trying year. I was lucky. I, I was asymptomatic, uh, so I was just a carrier. I did not have any symptoms. My daughter did not have any symptoms. My wife got knocked on her butt. She was she was out for a while, and, um, you know, we had to quarantine and everything else, and luckily everyone's recovered. Everyone's doing fine. Um, Good. But, and the, the, re- the only reason I'm bringing this up is to show... I don't know if I would have made it through the year as well without this show. Because if nothing else, once a week or once every two weeks, I was able to just come to the safe space, talk with Sean, you know, engage with our viewers on the Facebook page and on the YouTube comments and everything else. And it gave that release. It gave that that Mm -hmm. window where just for a little bit, and that's what we hope the show is. And that's why, for the most part, I know there are episodes where we've talked about the situation, we've talked about this or that, but for the most part, we've me and Sean have always said, let's keep it to the world of masters, let's keep it to the comics, let's keep it to the lore, the literature, because this is what people need. This is what I needed this year. Um. Like I said, we started this back in the fall of last year planning. We had our first episode in January. I think actually our first episode was in December. That was lost. Our first real episode that made it to error was in January. And so we were set up to have this outlet for this year where for an hour or two a week we could just go forget all that. So, yeah. So for that reason, and and people have responded. We've grown. We've got followers on Facebook. We've got chats. We've got subscribers. You know, it's it's all it's it's us doing it. It's you guys responding. It. I, we've gotten to talk to amazing people this year. Yuka, mm-hmm. I got to talk to Emiliano. Danielle's been amazing. 
Um, yeah. I, I, I'm missing a ton of people. I know. Uh, Aiden Cross and, you know, David Clark. Stephen Jeremy. Uh, Stephen Jeremy. David Clark. Matthew Rodriguez. Yeah. All yeah. Of these people yeah. that's like, I never thought I would get the chance to just sit down and talk to talk masters and um yeah it's it's just it's been for all the shit that this year has brought it has been equally yeah. if not better amazing opportunities and thanks thanks to all of you thanks to those who have listened subscribed thanks for those fans and creators that have come on that have helped us that we've talked behind the scenes whatever just thanks, guys, yeah. because my family's been great. That's been amazing. But, you know, it's also been great that I have all you guys to lean on to, and especially you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Uh, <laughs> you've helped make this podcast amazing. You've, you're always there, even, even, even off the show. Like, me and Sean, we trade a million messages a day back and forth. Just, hey, this happened, or this I- happened, or just... Yeah. Whatever. I'm and, I'm I'm scared to death to go through that and go. Oh my God! What month am I looking for to find a certain of something we talked about? I can't. About? I, I went trying to look for something and I could not find it. You know. <laughs> but yes. So, oh, so that Legends of Grayskull podcast and everything that that entails. It's so much more than just a show. Um. It's it's just been an amazing year. Agreed. It's it's weird for me to go. Holy crap! I, you, when was it? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen was when I started dabbling in like listening to podcasts because yep. I was really late to the boat on that, <laughs> you know. And and here I am on two somehow, and I'm like, how did I even do that? Like, I don't like my voice. What the heck is <laughs> happening here? But apparently, yeah, I'm adding something, and and it is it is fun. I mean, it's it's definitely. A, a side of me that I'm like, oh, I get to ha- I get to talk some shop with people because Lord knows my wife doesn't want to sit there and have me talk about right. Battle Armor He-Man's arms for two hours or anything. So, <laughs> and I, I think that I think that's a good point to wrap up the show with. This has been this has been yeah. our 2020 year in review. Uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, uh, check check. Oh, enter the subscriber giveaway. Please, I want to get this away. I've got all this stuff sitting here. Take it. Enter the subscriber giveaway. <laughs> um, like, subscribe, ring that bell so you're notified when we go live. I've got some live stuff coming up. Um, check out our Patreon page. I'm not going to go into it too much now. Uh, the anniversary episode, we definitely will. But the long and short of it is... We will continue doing this show for as long as we are physically able to. Um, But it does cost money. We do want to upgrade. We want to give you guys a better experience. So if you like the show, you're willing to throw us a buck or so a month, check us out on Patreon. I'll give the link down below. Um, And you'll unlock some cool bonus content. And we'll go more in depth into that on, uh, on our next episode. But it is out there. Um, Early subscribers, I got a couple bonuses for you. So jump on now. Um, We would really appreciate it. If not, no biggie. You know, I I completely understand, especially after the year we just went through. 
Um, there's something else. Now I lost it. <laughs> oh, <and laughs> so go, go. our anniversary episode. <laughs> I got some, we got some giveaways for that too. Um, and it's it, it's going to be a little different. I'm trying I'm trying to give everybody a shot. So, not revealing anything today. But the first trivia question for our anniversary episode to potentially win prizes is out of the first four waves of Masters of the Universe figures, the vintage line, first four waves, what one character, not including the variants, did not appear in the Filmation cartoon? If you know the answer to that, go to our Legends of Grayskull Facebook page, Links down below, and post it on that page. The first person to do it gets a point towards our anniversary giveaways. So, again, out of the first four waves of Masters of the Universe vintage figures, who is the one character, excluding variants, that did not appear in the Filmation series? Run now. Um, other than that, Thank you, guys, and uh, until next time. Until next time.